guys, you will not believe what my mom did today. She forced me to eat vegetables. She told me I couldn't go out to play until I finished all of my peas and all of my broccoli. I don't really like them, but she said that if I eat them, I'll grow big and strong. Well, I know she's not wrong. Take animals, for example. If they keep eating lots and lots of nutritious food, they become big and strong. If they don't, they shrivel up and become very weak, those poor little souls. But did you know there's one living thing that doesn't need to eat food to become big and strong? Yeah, and you probably see a few of these living things every single day, but you've probably never thought, like, hmm, what do they eat? These living things are trees and plants. And the fascinating thing is that these trees and plants make their own food from thin air. Yeah, air. But how? Hi there, tiny explorers. Aruj here. Welcome to the Science Views podcast where we explore some of the most mind-boggling questions of the universe and try to make science fun, accessible, and relevant for everyone. And today, we're talking about plants. These beautiful flowers and those strong trees bring a lot of shaded fragrance into our lives and they give us so many things that we use in our daily lives. But most of us never bothered to ask, how can they survive on just water? Well, I'm going to give you the answer to this question today. But if I were to tell you that the answer is that the food of plants comes from air, would you believe me? <laughs> well, even though it's true, I for one would not be happy with such a short answer. Come, let me explain how these plants make food from the air. Well, to understand this concept, we will first need to understand the story of atoms. A-T-O-M-S, atoms. Okay, so everything around you, whether it's a chair or the floor underneath it, or a bottle of water, or the water inside the bottle, or your phone, or your computer, or even the air around you. All of these things are made of tiny, tiny particles called atoms. Different things are made of different kinds of atoms. The atoms of gold are very different from the atoms that make up silver. And those are different from the atoms that make up iron. Some are bigger than others and some are smaller. But an atom of silver will always be the same size as another atom of silver. But these atoms are so small, they're so small, that we can't even see them with our own eyes. To be able to see the atoms, we need a very special microscope, and it's called the electron microscope. Lots of times, two different kinds of atoms join together and make something new. Why don't I explain this with an example? Tell me, have you ever heard of the gas hydrogen? 
This is a very scary and a very dangerous guess. Definitely not something that I should be playing around with. If hydrogen catches fire, then it could cause a really big, powerful explosion. And then there's this other guess that you've definitely heard of. It's called oxygen. This is the gas that we breathe in. So what would happen if you were to take two atoms of hydrogen and join them together with one atom of oxygen? It makes something very common. Something that you drink every day. Water, yeah. This liquid water is made from two gases, hydrogen and oxygen, joined together. And you want to know something even more fascinating? Sometimes, when we join together or break apart different atoms, they release a lot of energy. Energy? You get energy after you eat food as well, don't you? Right before you eat the food, you usually feel very tired and your tummy rumbles for some food and you're so low on energy that you can't do anything at all. And then, as soon as you get that food and you eat it all, you probably feel like all the energy has come back to you and so that you can go out and play again. But have you ever wondered why this happens? This is because after you eat food, your body takes this food and breaks it or joins different atoms. And when this happens, energy is produced. Energy that our body can use. But why don't we come back to our question? How can plants make energy for themselves? And how can they make food from just air? Well, these green little friends of ours have somewhat of a sweet tooth. They're very fond of sugar. In fact, all they eat is sugar. But it's not like they can just hop over to the local store and just ask for a bag of sugar, right? If one day a tree walked into a store and asked for some sugar, everyone would scream and then just run away. And how would the poor tree even get to the store? It has very strong roots that keep it firmly in place, making sure it can't just walk around like we do. Now, where would it get the sugar that it loves so much? Well, this tree was a very smart plant. It thought to itself, Hmm, I can't seem to get any sugar, but what atoms is this sugar made of? He found that inside sugar, are 6 atoms of carbon, 12 atoms of hydrogen, and 6 atoms of oxygen. When all three of these atoms join together, they make sugar. And when Mr. Tree figured this out, he thought, Well, this isn't a big deal. I can pick up carbon dioxide from the air. These humans are breathing it out all the time. This is true. The gas that we release into the air when we breathe out has both carbon and oxygen. And as you know, 
water is made from hydrogen and oxygen. So now, even though Mr. Tree didn't have any sugar, he had everything he needed to make it. Carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. All from water and gases in the air. But there's one more thing that he needs to join or break or rearrange the atoms. And that's energy! To get this energy to make the atoms in the shape of sugar, Mr. Tree looked towards the sun. He made a chemical inside of himself that would help him break and join the nine atoms in whatever shape he wanted. This chemical is very special and it's green in color. In fact, this is the chemical that gives all the leaves and all the plants their green color. Well, now making sugar is no trouble for Mr. Tree. Just like that, he grabbed the carbon and oxygen from the air and the water from its roots. And then it grabbed the light from the sun to put all of these atoms together to make itself some sugar. And scientists gave this process the name photosynthesis. Interestingly, in all this back and forth of atoms, there are two atoms that are left behind. They're the atoms of oxygen, and the tree releases them into the air just like that. And that is where the oxygen we breathe comes from. Wow, trees are so nice to us. They even give us the oxygen that we breathe. If it wasn't for them, what would we do? Hmm, anyways, the tree eats the sugar that it makes for itself, and then when it's all done, and there's still some sugar left over, it saves it inside a part of its body. This part is what we call the fruit. Yeah, and without a second thought, we steal its hard-earned fruit and eat it up just like that. But don't worry, that's okay. The plants have lots of sunlight and air and water. As long as they have all these things, they can keep making food for themselves. But the next time you're eating a fruit, do remember all the effort that went into making it. Well, all this talk about fruits and plants has made me super hungry. I think I'm going to go and fill my stomach with those apples that I put into the fridge. But I'll meet you next time with another fascinating question of science. Until then, this is your science communicator Aruj signing out.